Welcome, everyone. This is Jeff Cohn with the Wall Street Resource. Joining me is Mike Quaid. He's the CEO of Boomer Holdings. Welcome, Mike. Hi, Jeff. Good to be with you today. Good to have you. So for those that aren't familiar with Boomer Holdings, can you just give us a, a quick overview of the company? Sure. So um, Boomer Holdings uh, is a holding company. Its uh, main division, uh, operating division, is Boomer Naturals. And Boomer Naturals is a full-service wellness company that provides products uh, and services that enhance the well-being and increase quality of life. Uh, we're a very innovative company, and uh, a lot of what we do is based around science. Um, we have two divisions, a healthy living division and a PPE division, which is relatively new. Okay, and I see you're relatively new uh, being public as well. Is that correct? That's right. So we did a reverse merger and started uh, trading uh, this summer um, under the ticker symbol BOMH. It's currently a pink sheet company, but we anticipate being uh, uplifted to the QB in very short order, possibly uh, at the end of this week, uh, at the latest next week. Nice. Nice. And and so, you know, I, I, I'd ask your, your TAM, but I, I know you're going after large markets. So, um, so basically, uh, I'd like to know how you how you stand out from from all the competition. Yeah, so um, that's a great question. Um, the, as I said before, we are two different divisions. We have two different divisions. The healthy living division, we have uh, a unique offering uh, that is a, a, a product line made from botanical terpenes, all natural botanical terpenes. Um, under a proprietary formula that uh, one of our medical advisory doctors uh, formulated. And we call this CB5, Boomer Botanic Terpenes. Um, it, it impacts the endocannabinoid system in similar fashion to CBD or uh, marijuana THC uh, without being <laughs> uh, hemp or marijuana. And so uh, it's, it's unique in, the, in that regard that we're able to have a, a great product that gives fantastic results impacting the endocannabinoid system and doing so with FDA-compliant uh, ingredients. And on so the, the – uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, at the risk of sounding ignorant, what's a terpene? Okay, so the terpenes are, um, are the things that give plants – and fruits, their smell, and it's uh, it's uh, and and all the uh, different types of uh, products we source to do uh, to to create these products. Uh, it's they actually they, they provide smell, but they also impact the endocannabinoid system uh, with uh, their properties. So uh, terpenes uh, are used in conjunction with, with other products as well. But uh, our doctor was pretty much at the cutting edge once the endocannabinoid system was discovered and uh, figuring out what would make the greatest impact uh, on that system. And that's when he discovered that these botanical terpenes uh, would do just that. And it was really um, quite the revelation to all of us when he started talking about how this product can do uh, as much or more than CBD or marijuana uh, as far as impacting the endocannabinoid system uh, is, you know, most people just think about marijuana and CBD being able to do that. So uh, 
it's a it's a great opportunity for us to um, not only distribute the products in places where you might not be able to distribute marijuana or CBD, but also um, advertise uh, because the CBD world and marijuana world have so many restrictions uh, on them, both from because of the FDA and the FTC. Okay, and then so since you're not uh, a cannabinoid, uh, is there a regulatory process for what you have? No, we're, we're, uh, all the ingredients are FDA compliant. They all uh, reside on the grass list to generally regard as safe. And so, no, we, we, we don't have to jump through those hurdles. Okay. And then are, are all your products uh, developed in-house, or are you acquiring or licensing? So we have uh, manufacturers. Uh, we have uh, three manufacturers right now that uh, create the products uh, using these proprietary formulas. And um, the only uh, licensing we have is with one of our partners that we've co-branded with, uh, which is Tommy Bahama. And so uh, the folks at Tommy Bahama uh, felt like this was a great fit for their guests, their their customers, uh, similar demographics to who we are targeting uh, people that are living a, a healthy, active lifestyle uh, as an alternative to pharmaceuticals. Uh, folks can use this product and get benefits uh, from anxiety, from pain, from inflammation uh, by uh, utilizing the Boomer Botanics line. Gotcha. And so what, what's your biggest strength? What did Tommy Bahama uh, Company see in you guys? Well, once again, um, the fact that we weren't CBD and we weren't uh, marijuana was very appealing to them. Tom Bahama is, um, is owned by a company called Oxford Industries, which is um, a very strong company that uh, is relatively conservative. And when uh, the idea was first brought up, we needed to do uh, quite a bit of education with, with uh, the folks to convince them that uh, this was separate and distinct from uh, the CBD and marijuana offerings. And once uh, once it was understood, it uh, seemed like a natural fit. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's really uh, something that's taking, uh, taken off in, in the golf world, which is a great example. Folks in the similar demographics that are very active, uh, maybe over, over, over 50 years old, that uh, <clears throat> are experiencing some pains, some aches and pains because of uh, being so active. And so uh, the ability to reach those folks with this product has been, uh, has been very successful. Uh, there's, there's several golf uh, shops across the country, golf clubs, that might be a little apprehensive about bringing CBD and marijuana in, but uh, that gave us the edge in, in uh, getting placement in those pro shops as well. So uh, we really have uh, made a nice impact uh, between the, the golf world, the time Bahama, and also the chiropractic world, which um, we're utilizing a, a distributor out of Chicago called Strip Hesco. They've got a very strong uh, base of chiropractors that like using our product. And uh, once again, because it's, it's not CBD, um, there's no issues with the National Chiropractic Association, which, which hasn't uh, endorsed or signed off on, on CBD-based products yet. So you've mentioned uh, golf and chiropractic. Chiropractic. Uh, um, other than that, who are who are your customers? Well, we have a, a strong e-commerce business. We also have a store here in Las Vegas uh, 
that is our uh, our corporate headquarters also has a store at the base of it. And um, we see uh, f- folks um, that are that are struggling with sleep, anxiety, uh, and different types of pains and ailments. Pains and ailments uh, looking to this these product, this product line to help them uh, get through their their daily regimen, basically. And uh, one of the uh, the greatest uh, endorsers we have is a, a gentleman that's on the uh, PGA Champions Tour. His name is Brant Job. He uh, he's a spokesman for us. We we sponsor him uh, on his golf bag and on his golf shirt. And Brant's a guy that's I think he's 53 years old now. He plays golf for a living. He's actually had eight surgeries on the on his left arm from his fingertips to his shoulder, and uh, had trouble sleeping in different uh, hotels when he's on the road and uh, deals with the aches and pains that come from the, the daily regimen of being a pro golfer um, and was really looking for something outside of the pharmaceutical world to deal with this on a daily basis. And uh, he, he swears by our products. He, he sleeps better. He feels better. He, um, he utilizes our tincture oil, which is a, an everyday thing that, that sets his system up to uh, deal with what he has to deal with. Um, he's got uh, some specific pains that he uses our pain roll-on on, and he, uh, he also uh, swears that tinctures help him sleep better uh, at night as well. So uh, we're, we're really targeted. Uh, the folks that are primarily 50 years and older, of course, younger folks benefit from it as well. But uh, that seems to be the demographic that's most concerned about um, you know, reliance on pharmaceuticals and are very open to looking for natural alternatives. So we've done very well uh, with targeting those folks. We do that through social media. Uh, We'll target uh, that demographic. And we've also done some television advertising and radio advertising, which uh, you really can't do if you're a CBD company or a marijuana company. You you won't see them on television. It's uh, it's, uh, restricted by the FTC. Gotcha. And so for marketing channels, you mentioned, uh, you know, direct online. Are there other channels? Yeah. So direct online, our, our retail store presence, we, we have a, uh, a nice flow of folks in Las Vegas up near Sun City where we're kind of in the heart of it all up there with uh, the older demographic, the, uh, the baby boomer demographic, that's the name Boomer Naturals. Um, and so um, we we do a, a fair amount of business uh, from walk-ins there. But uh, Tommy Bahamas is, is a great venue for our product, and so is their website that dedicates to health and wellness, the TomBahamaWellness.com site. And we look to uh, expand our offerings potentially out into the uh, into distribution networks and retail chains. Um, they've been a little bit uh, – slow to bring these types of products out to market, but we definitely uh, are in discussions with a potential uh, national distribution uh, into the retail world as well. Um, we've made some nice inroads through our PPE division and look to cross-sell with this product line as well. So will you have to pay uh, for shelf space? Um, we aren't uh, that far along. In, in discussions, I can tell you that we don't pay for shelf space in our PPE offerings. So uh, I'll have to get back to you one, if and when it, it occurs. Okay. And uh, the sales, are, is the bulk of it in the U.S.? Yes. 
definitely in the U.S. Uh, we do do some business in Canada, uh, very little in Mexico, but uh, North America. Okay. And you mentioned the, the manufacturers. Do you own those or is it outsourced? No, it's outsourced, and uh, we've gone through great pains to find the, the right manufacturers. Uh, it's interesting. We, um, we started out using manufacturers that were primarily working in the CBD world, and we still uh, have entertained working with those folks, but we've moved more toward the, uh, the uh, more mainstream manufacturers that uh, perhaps are uh, more focused in the pharmaceutical world. And so uh, we're, we're very excited about the, the folks we're working with and feel like they um, deliver a great product at a great price. Okay. And any supply chain issues or ingredients that are difficult to get? No, we've been very fortunate. Um, the terpenes are uh, a little tricky, but uh, our manufacturers have lined up uh, the right folks to do business with, um, and we've experienced uh, little to no delays in uh, anything we've ever ordered through that supply chain. And I imagine you're able to scale if uh, if you get a rampant revenue with the with the manufacturer. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely right. And we're we're hoping to do that here very soon and to, to ramp it up and uh, take advantage of that. So, so you have two areas uh, or, or two divisions, I guess. Um, what's the revenue revenue mix at this time? Well, so we have two uh, two divisions: the healthy living division, which is uh, primarily revolves around the botanical terpene line, and then the PE, PPE division, which is relatively new. Uh, it, uh, we got into that business in uh, mid-April, actually. And, of course, because of the pandemic and what was going on, uh, our revenues really were boosted uh, by the PPE division. Um, we don't give out specific breakouts on the, on the revenue lines, but I can tell you that uh, that – that introduction of face masks, specifically consumer cloth mask, was a big driver of, of revenue. Uh, and the great thing that, um, that happened as a result of that, not only were we able to keep folks safe and provide them a, a great product to, to stay safe and uh, give themselves fantastic pr- protection, uh, as they migrated to our e-commerce site, uh, they were introduced to our botanical terpene line and we were able to do quite a bit of sampling and uh, cross-selling in that regard. And so uh, it's, uh, the, the terpene line, the botanical terpene line, really benefited from the introduction of the PPE world, and we've seen uh, an uptick in, in revenue because of that. Okay. Uh, how has COVID affected your business uh, in any other way? Has that been the bulk of it, that it's been a, a catalyst? Well, yeah, it's been, it was, it was a, a deterrent. It was a, it was a definite negative for the botanical terpene line, the healthy living division. Um, the, the pandemic uh, resulted in all, all the time Bahama stores uh, being shut down for a prolonged period. So we had no foot traffic there, totally dependent on the e-commerce site to do anything with those folks. Uh, the chiropractic world was uh, shut down to a certain degree. Chiropractors are considered non-essential in most parts of the country. So their business became uh, almost non-existent. Um, and so we were really left uh, to dealing with the pro shops, our own store, and e-commerce. 
And a lot of the pro shops, while golf courses were open, they, there were a lot of restrictions on pro shops being open because people just didn't know how to, uh, to deal with the, with the pandemic at the time. And uh, folks weren't so eager to go into pro shops and they just wanted to go golf and get away from everybody. So uh, while golf rounds actually went up, golf sales at pro shops were down considerably, some, some of which closed down. So we, we really saw ourselves um, – at the crossroads to a certain degree at the end of March, early April, uh, like a lot of businesses because of COVID. Uh, but what it did do was uh, gave us an opportunity to get into the PPE space. And so while the healthy living division was uh, more or less put on hold because of uh, what was going on with COVID, uh, we saw a new industry emerge and an opportunity to get involved in it. And not only get involved in it, but uh, take a leadership role, which uh, we felt we really have done. Um, we're, we're a company that uh, was very aggressive with our marketing and branding. And uh, there's no doubt, um, as aggressive as we were, that helped us uh, get into uh, CVS and a few other uh, distribution networks that we uh, most likely would not have been able to get into uh, without showing these folks we were serious and we were building a brand and uh, uh, it's all worked out very well for us. And in terms of a revenue model, uh, is it the same for both divisions? Yes, it is. And actually the uh, the gross margins are, are fairly comparable as well. Um, the, the PPE division does have different variables uh, as far as the gross margin because uh, we, we not only have a direct-to-consumer uh, factor, but we've also, you know, are, are wholesaling quite a bit as, as well. So uh, that mix uh, results in the gross margin uh, varying a bit. But for the most part, uh, the two run fairly well uh, synchronized uh, as far as the, the revenue models go. Yeah, any gating factor, or, or, you know, that, that, that inhibits growth or help stopping you from growing faster than you are? Well, I, I can tell you that um, on the healthy living division, uh, in my mind, the only, the only uh, thing that might be stunting our growth a bit is, is getting the word out and getting folks educated on what we have because we've got a great product, and it's, uh, it's something that if you use it, you'll keep on using it. You just need to be introduced to it. So uh, the ability for us to educate folks, to get in front of people, whether it's on the shelves of uh, Time Bahama stores or in, in pharmacies, et cetera, uh, and, and doing a good job on social media and uh, through advertising, we, you know, if we get the word out, uh, we really believe the the growth opportunities are are very attractive. And um, what's the main way that the, you get the word out? Well, pre-pandemic, we were very active at conventions. And that's what got, uh, quite frankly, that's what got people so excited at the chiropractic convention, the, the big convention in Las Vegas last year, when they learned that we had a product that um, was comparable and, and better than CBD-based products, uh, we were the bell of the ball. Uh, that was, that's what everybody has been looking for. Uh, we were approached by um, a few distributors. We, we ended up working with Scripesco, but 
this, in their mind, was something that was going to be uh, very readily accepted uh, by the chiropractic community. Uh, they were excited that um, we wouldn't need special permission or or have to uh, deal with the National Chiropractic Association not uh, not endorsing the product. They they felt their sales force would be able to get in front of people, explain what this was, and it'd be a no-brainer. And we could tell you that I could tell you that all the chiropractors that were at this convention were uh, spending a lot of time in our booth. And so, the, you know, just being able to talk to people, explain what the product is, uh, the difference between it and, and the competition, which would be CBD in this case, uh, is just so important. And um, the same holds true in the golf world. I, I did a lot of conventions through PGA Magazine last year. Uh, just getting in front of these golf pros and the, uh, the, buy, the buyers, the decision makers of golf clubs, uh, it becomes crystal clear once you're able to talk about it. Um, people kind of glance over uh, presentations at times or commercials and just say, oh, that must be like CBD. But, but when, they, when, when you're able to talk to people, get their attention, uh, it makes all the difference in the world. So the, the conventions, the, um, the seminars uh, in these different places, uh, having a, a Tama Bahama associate in the store, be able to talk a customer through what this is, uh, makes all the difference in the world. Okay. And for growth, any uh, key drivers? Well, we continue to uh, make inroads uh, in the PPE world uh, with our face mask, and we've really uh, become uh, very well branded, nationally known. Over 75% of the country has either seen our commercials or heard our commercials. Um, uh, we've done a nice job of implementing our product into the CVS network. We're in over 8,000 CVS stores right now. Um, we don't believe that uh, demand will just fall off the, uh, the, the cliff uh, anytime soon. Uh, a lot of studies are showing that uh, most folks in this country are getting used to wearing face masks and anticipate wearing them into well into 2021, possibly 2022. Uh, it's a big market. Um, our addressable market right now is close to $8.7 billion uh, in the cloth, surgical, and respiratory face mask market. Um, and so as we see success in some of our distribution uh, networks, we believe there will be more opportunities that will come our way uh, to distribute the face mask and sell the face mask. Uh, we have a very robust e-commerce uh, business, but we feel like um, we'll be in more stores as time goes on uh, through the end of this year. We anticipate in being some other major retailers. And uh, not only uh, the face mask, but you know, really all the PPE offerings we have uh, – continue to be uh, necessary, especially if we see another spike, as we are right now. Uh, we'll see shortages, and we'll see more people interested in protecting themselves uh, with our face mask. And then I'd say the other big part of our story uh, really has been uh, this uh, ability of ours to uh, deal with the supply chain out of Vietnam. And that's a, that's a big part of our future story, I believe. Uh, as the geopolitical climate uh, is such with China and uh, 
distribution networks and government officials are, are, and consumers are looking for alternatives to China. Mm-hmm. We believe that uh, a lot of these relationships we're building in Vietnam uh, will be very fruitful in the future uh, to potentially introduce other products to these distribution networks uh, as an alternative to Chinese-made products. Very good. So as we look over the next 6, 12 months, any events or catalysts that we should watch for? Well, of course, we'll, we'll continue to monitor the, uh, the COVID situation. Um, as COVID drops, uh, we believe that our, our healthy living division and people get back to normal and chiropractors go back to work and uh, there's more foot traffic in stores that we have our products in. We believe that uh, we'll see sales go up in the, the healthy living division as we continue to get the word out. Uh, as uh, if, if COVID remains a, a real problem and, uh, and businesses are impacted, we feel like we've got it covered because we'll be um, – continue to sell a lot of PPE uh, uh, products, most notably the, the cloth face masks, and we believe we're going to uh, expand that distribution network quite a bit uh, in the coming months. So uh, we feel like we're in a great position. We've, we've got a, uh, some very innovative uh, businesses where we've uh, gotten involved in. We've got an alternative to CBD, which is something that a lot of people are interested in. And, of course, um, because of the pandemic, there's a, a need to protect yourself with face mask, and uh, I, the political situation is, a, is another question mark, and how that might impact our PPE sales. And uh, Joe Biden has talked about uh, really encouraging mass usage, uh, potentially a mass mandate of some sort throughout the country, uh, which could could really help stifle the spread. Uh, so. You could look at, at that as a positive or negative. It would certainly be great to, to have the COVID uh, uh, go away and become much less of a, a problem for our country. Um, but uh, the, the alternative is Trump, who doesn't seem to be uh, the biggest advocate of face masks. And the question there is, well, are people just going to keep getting sick then if, if he doesn't start encouraging folks to, to wear face masks more? So, uh, you know, certainly the political environment is interesting to watch, uh, but we feel like we feel like we're in a great position in both divisions, really, to uh, to grow and move forward. And even if COVID uh, does uh, you know dissipate, and um, you know, a vaccine is not going to do it on its own, um, it'll certainly help. Uh, but we, we really believe that consumer behavior uh, has changed quite a bit, and folks are going to be more apt to be wearing. It's going to be more of a normal thing to wear a face mask, whether it be during flu season or uh, to deal with allergies or just in general, if you're in uh, tight quarters like on an airplane or um, in the subway, I, I think a lot of people are going to, um, to go ahead and use the, the face mask moving forward, uh, kind of like the, the folks in the APAC region do now all over Asia. Uh, people are wearing face masks. Uh, it's just part of daily life. So uh, we'll it's see what also, that takes us. But oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say it's also if, if that part of the business um, curtails due to lack of need for face masks, it seems like you're 
other end of the business will open up a little bit more, like the uh, Tommy Bahama retail stores, etc. That's exactly right. It's kind of a, it's it's kind of one goes it's like a teeter totter to a certain degree. One goes down, the other one will go up. But we really believe that we've got uh, great businesses with both moving forward. And you know, there's a, a lot of companies came out. There was a great demand for face mask uh, out of nowhere, and um, a lot of people got into the business. Um, a lot of which uh, are, are doing it just to, to fill uh, production lines. You know, in some cases, some clothing companies started making face masks. Some underwear companies started making face masks. Uh, we we feel like they're going to, you know, more than likely drop out and go back to what they did before. And you know, there may be a smaller pie, but we feel like we're in a position to take a bigger piece of it, especially with who we're um, di- distributing our products through right now. And so it's, it's really nice to have um, a foothold in, in the CVS stores. Uh, they're great partners, and uh, we look forward to a long relationship with them. And we look forward to, to uh, potentially providing products from Vietnam outside of the space uh, as a replacement to products that uh, normally uh, are coming from China. Okay. Well, Mike, uh, thank you very much for, showing, uh, for sharing the Boomer Holding story. Well, thanks so much for having me on. It was a pleasure talking to you today, Jeff. Thank you.